everyone, welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, and today we are getting super Halloween-y. As always, I'm your host, Kate. I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And our resident spooky boy, Alex. It's me, I'm Halloween-y. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Alex has been kind of an unofficial co-host for this entire month of spookiness. Uh, so if you haven't listened to him yet, go back and listen to all of our delightful horror episodes. And uh, yeah, Alex, why are you here? Uh, I'm here because I like spooky stuff and I write about it slash serve as the assignment editor for Friday.com, which is a genre and horror news and review site. Super, super spooky. So you know and, what I want to know? Uh... No. What, Matt? <laughs> Never mind. Apparently not. Yeah. And today we're doing a really, really like freeform episode because we're just talking about our favorite Halloween movies. So to break it down for everybody on this podcast and everybody listening at home, a Halloween movie doesn't necessarily have to be a horror movie and it doesn't necessarily have to happen on Halloween. Just a movie that you enjoy watching on this sacred of holidays is this like the same thing where people say that die hard is the best christmas movie because it happens during christmas time i mean i was about to say that if you can find a movie that fits that category yeah oh awesome so how would the nightmare before christmas work then that is a christmas movie (laughs) that is a christmas movie because jack skellington wants nothing to do with halloween so that is a christmas movie it is a christmas movie with a halloween aesthetic yes oh okay United Front, Alex. Is that why you added all the uh, soundtrack to the, your Halloween list? Ooh. I added the <laughs> Halloween Town pieces of it, yes. <laughs> As sung by Marilyn Manson and Korn. Yeah, it's so. like saying that Les Mis Rob is a musical about how great the French military is because they let Javert sing. Pretty much. <laughs> like, that it's, it's not. It's about, it's about revolution and it's about, you know, pushing back. It's not about Javert. Yeah, because, like, the whole, like, I am firmly in the camp that The Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Halloween movie, also because it has Christmas in the title. But just because, like, a good Halloween movie can't have your protagonist's entire story being running away from Halloween. I don't know, the Santa Claus did that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, But I I will say, I, I agree with you. I think, realistically, just, like, live your best life and watch it at Halloween and at Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think one. there's nothing wrong with it like i'm not i'm not gonna like halloween shame someone i will sure <laughs> no seriously it is it does have a lot of spooky moments like oogie boogie is still one of the spookiest oh yeah creepy villain playmation so yeah that's fine you live your best life just know that it's not a halloween movie yes oh yeah i'm not i'm not gonna go back do it part. just know that you're wrong in kate's eyes i mean people watch but christmas movies watch all the time it. oh yeah also krampus is the best christmas movie but that's for I another do, episode. i do love krampus we've already <laughs> talked about krampus multiple times so we'll be fine okay i tried anytime we do a december episode i'm just talking about krampus it's fun they did a krampus <laughs> episode of american dad that is one of the best episodes ever yeah <laughs> such a good musical number mm-hmm. so uh, good but, but to segue uh so the director of krampus michael doherty who also directed godzilla king of monsters which deserves way better than what rotten tomatoes has given it 
uh, directed my one of um, we can do top three, so we're not here forever. But like okay. my top top Halloween movie, which is Trick or Treat. That is a really good one. I I like that he was trying to give Halloween its own mascot since there really isn't one yet. And no, little Sam. I have little lights of him on my stairs. And that his his what's his whole thing is it's just like if you don't uphold the spirit of Halloween, Sam's gonna come get you. Exactly. Um. So if you at home have not watched Trick or Treat, or I'm assuming Matt and Adrian haven't watched it. Um. I googled it. I saw the cover and noped out of there. So okay. it's a big note uh, for me. <laughs> you should know so, at some point Sam does stab somebody with a uh, sharpened lollipop. Yes, and he also has a razor blade hidden in a Snickers bar. Okay. All right. That when he's go- yeah, he, he's in the house. And he's the like one person to ever do that. Like, a box cutter, not a razor blade, box cutter, but it's like chocolate covered. It's excellent. Uh, but yeah, the so whole idea good. was to, to give people a Halloween mascot, uh, kind of like Santa or the Easter Bunny or whatever. And if you haven't watched it, it is an anthology film, which means that it covers multiple stories over the course of one film. And the way it does that is each piece of it focuses on a different kind of Halloween tradition. So trick-or-treating, putting up jack-o'-lanterns, wearing costumes, and it imbues it with the spirit of all things horror. There are werewolves, there are creepy old people, there are murderous children, and then my favorite scene is when uh, the kids take the elevator down to the quarry and get a get assaulted by little like nineteen thirties kids in costumes. Yes, that's hella scary. On I'm its own. so confused about this movie. <laughs> Why? It just it just jumps all over town. It sounds like a lot of stuff's going on in that movie. Because, I mean, it's a lot of different stories, but, like, what the through line with it and the way anthologies work is you have multiple stories, but you have one thread that keeps it all together. And that thread that keeps it together is Sam, which is the mascot that Alex mentioned. And what Sam does is essentially, like, these are people who have dishonored Halloween in some way. So in the cold open of the film, uh, you have a woman, kind of, she stopped, she stomps out the jack-o'-lanterns. The entire Halloween lore behind jack-o'-lanterns is that you light them to keep evil away and you keep spirits away that way. And so she stomps them out, therefore stomping out the Halloween spirit, and then he kills her. Gotcha. So it kind of follows that tone. It deal- It also deals with the idea about uh, people putting uh, objects in candy that kids should not eat as well as kids kind of growing up and going into their own and kind of like starting to lose what it's like to trick or treat and stuff like that. Um, but it's something that's extremely Halloweeny, and it is it's my favorite film just because there are so many stories to it. Um, and yeah. it's just all about keeping that spooky spirit. It's a really good one. Uh, I'll I'll go next because going off of that with the anthology thing. Not a movie, but one of my favorite things to do around Halloween is to watch the old Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's I, like it's this like horror light that I got into as a kid of just like every year watching whatever the newest batch of, of shorts that they put together was. And they've definitely gone downhill as the years go on. I just earlier today watched this season's, which was it was episode 666 and they didn't do anything with that. And I was so disappointed. 
How many are those? Are there? Uh, how many of those? It's the thirtieth. So they only because I couldn't remember if they only did one per year. Or if they did like you said, like they do one year. a year, but they didn't do one the first season. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so just like some recommended oh God, segments. It just hit me that the Simpsons have been going on for thirty-one years. Yep. Yes. Uh, in the very first one, there is an adaptation of Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven that as they were like writing it and animating it, Matt Groening was kind of convinced that everyone was going to think that it was just like pretentious garbage and they shouldn't be doing it. And then it was like the most highly rated part of that episode when critics started reviewing it. Uh, and it, it is pretty much what it sounds like. It is just The Raven being acted out by Homer. Um, like complete with like the original wording. I think there's a couple verses removed, but it's it's the Raven. Um, there's also Clown Without Pity in Treehouse of Horror Three, which is a throwback to a Twilight Zone episode where uh, there's the talking Tina doll that's trying to uh, kill the dad. They've done The Shining. They've done. Um, they did a really good one that I think was maybe original. That it was uh, that the elementary school was giving students detention and then killing them and grinding them up and feeding them to the students. I saw that one. I've actually seen that one. Yeah, it's great. They I did mean, that sounds original, but like how much of that is like Sweeney Todd and Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Meat pies. Mm-hmm. People pies. Um but yeah, they've just done like a bunch of really creative ones and again, like they've they've gone downhill. I'm gonna plug myself a little bit here because a few years ago I watched every single episode of Trios of Horror in like the first week or two of October and then compiled like my favorite segments from all at the time, I think 27 episodes that were out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's just a really fun thing. It's lighthearted. If you're not super into horror, but want to watch something Halloween themed, it's a great activity. And yeah, that's, that's gonna be my recommendation. I mean, technically you got about like, go Matt. I said, I was gonna say technically at this point you have about 15 hours worth of content there. So you have plenty of uh, binging to do. Yeah. Hours? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's thir- hours. 30, ep- 30 minute episodes. I guess they're technically 22 minutes, which you could probably do that math, but still. I do know that I remember watching them when I was little and then I remember falling off of it and then coming back on just for the Guillermo del Toro episode. Mm. Where Mr. Burns is the is the pale guy. Yes, that one was... It's I mean, real freaky. Yeah, just design wise, that was upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen Treehouse of Horror? Uh, I've seen some of them. I think we talked about it on. I don't. I can't think of the episodes off the top of my head, but we talked at length about this on our Simpsons episode. Actually, when Alex came on. Oh yeah, we did. Right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. I think they're good. I think they're really good. I love parody stuff. So anything that gives me parody, even if it's like horror stuff, I, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I've seen a few of them, obviously, we mentioned. Uh, I have seen, like, obviously, the meat pie one in the elementary. Um, and, I mean, I haven't seen a lot, all 30 of them. I've seen maybe, like, five, of them, if that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, see, I saw a lot, like, in the early years, right? Like, when they're doing, yep. yeah. I, Back I've when seen... I actually had, like, cable TV. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's now. The thing, what do you think about it is, like, at the nep- episode count, technically, that is two seasons worth of content. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Basically. Well, that's what I said. Like, if I could get 50... a box set, I'd buy it. Just of the Treehouse of Horror. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when the show is over, if Disney wants to put out, uh, or Disney oh, Fox gosh. or whoever it is at this point, if they want to put out a box set of here's every Treehouse of Horror episode in one volume, I will buy that. 
So how much does that hurt to say when Disney puts out their box set of The Simpsons? Oh, here's the thing. I'm worried now that Disney isn't going to let The Simpsons die. And there is a small chance that they will, you know, the same way that they kind of resurrected Marvel, who was on the brink, that they will do something with The Simpsons to make it great. But I don't know that that'll actually happen. But isn't the biggest problem with The Simpsons that all the original people left? Uh, that was going to be a problem. I mean, a lot the, the the best writers are gone at this point, like that dream team from the 90s. But the voice actors are all still on, at least for a few more seasons. Okay. Adrian, what's your favorite halloween content? So I've been trying to figure out, and I, I, have, some, I have some options here. Um, we're, you know, four episodes in and multiple episodes into horror. So I don't really watch a lot of horror. So just consequently, I don't watch a lot of Halloween movies. Does it have to be a movie centered on Halloween? Or can there be a Halloween scene in it that is... It be, like, spooky. Are you asking if Mean Girls counts? Alex, get out of my head. <laughs> get out of my head, Alex. Because <laughs> that's literally what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> because... I'll allow it. Because <laughs> that I'm sequence is that. the like one of the funniest parts of the entire movie. You got it your cousins, really, really and that you got your cousins, got your first cousins, and then your second. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, I'd have to go with that one. I think as, as just because that Halloween scene is, for me, the funniest part of the entire movie, like start to finish. Like, you get so much in that whole thing, and it's good. I like that. I like that that movie. Uh, my favorite part. part is just uh, the boombox to the face, but I think the yeah. Halloween scene is also very good. <laughs> And she's like, I'm a the mouse. Halloween scene Duh. resonates me as somebody who is never the sexy version of something <laughs> and was just the zombie bride. <laughs> yeah, so she's just so excited. I feel that it's just... really deep in my soul. Yeah, no, I get that. Where it's like, oh, it's Halloween. Like, let's all put on costumes. And it's like, I mean, like you saw my costume from last year where Kelsey and I were just like covered in fake blood, and it was like, this is fun. This is Halloween. Like, I don't want anything else. Yeah, I got to put on lingerie and put on mouse ears. That's what you're supposed to do. Can't forget the tail. Yeah, and the tail. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that that's that's mine. Uh, Not a lot of cultural significance there, but I just really like that whole sequence in that movie. Matt, Uh, uh, my favorite Halloween movie is Vodka, Um, but apparently that's not a movie. That's the Russian slasher, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't really watch Halloween movies. Obviously, I've seen some of these horror movies we talk about, everything else, Mm -hmm. but I just don't sit around and watch Halloween movies. I don't anything um the only movie that really comes to mind that i can say that i like probably watched in october and i guess it of any significance would be saw because at least the, like the first one because i believe it released in october because i know that was a theme for about like the first few years yeah. before they went downhill something about that feels like a very matt choice for halloween horror i love the first saw movie i think it's amazing yeah, I mean, in your defense, that established the entire torture porn subgenre. Uh, oh, as a mainstream it, phenomenon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's Well, and I think that's the thing is that people forget that, uh, and we actually just talked about a similar phenomenon on Game Boys when we did a horror episode, but like the first one is a legitimately solid film, and then it just yes. kind of kept going. And then. Were you talking about Resident Evil? <laughs> oh no, we uh we specifically were talking about like uh Friday the 13th and how it starts off as like the franchise is a satire of Reagan era conservatism and all that and then it just sort of snowballs into Jason like Jason X. Yeah, and then it's yeah, eventually you're on a spaceship and like Titanium Jason is stabbing people and it's like, okay, this got away from you at some point. <laughs> to be fair, 
Jason X and Titanium Jason has the best kill of the entire franchise. Which is? The nit- the the uh, the liquid nitrogen kill. Yeah, he I even know that one. Yeah. Well, I, sorry. Into the liquid nitrogen and then smashes the head on the table and it crumbles. I mean, because what for me one of the, although I guess never mind that's I think a deleted scene, but the one where Jason like puts the guy in the sleeping bag and slams him into a tree trunk and then sets it on fire. That is also S tier. Yeah, that one was like so over the top. Um, but yeah, we talked about that. And we talked and uh, Child's Play was the other example that we had because the first one is rooted in the idea of like what if like the you know uh, like adults not believing you and like children having that trust issue like what if that was justified? Yeah, like th- that yeah. whole movie. The very first one is about adults learn like needing to learn to t- trust a child and to like believe what they say. Um, and then the franchise again just got away from them, and eventually you're trying to possess meth- uh, Red Man. Was that what it was? Yeah. Also, yeah. hey, we talked about a similar concept on our uh, Nightmare Before Elm Street episode. Starts off Nightmare great. Before Elm Street. That sounds like a great crossover. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'd watch it. But back uh, but to yeah, the thing I of think like the first yeah. saw solid movie franchise got away from it. Yeah, I don't even mind the second one. Definitely not as good. But then after that, I'm because I've seen I think the third one as well, and then I was like, I'm done. And I think they've made like six or seven at this point. Yeah, I one time just sat down and read the Wikipedia plot summaries for all of them and was like, yeah, this got complicated. (laughs) Yeah, like the first one I think is a great, solid movie. It's definitely up there. The second one I don't think is as bad. It's still not as good as the first one. But the first one I think gets overlooked all the time. But I was like, it is a very solid movie. The twist is amazing that I don't think a lot of people saw for for sure. Mm -hmm. The score is also amazing. The reveal when the yeah. when it actually like it it goes really mellow and then yep. it just whew. yeah because everything cool. just hits it's it's great like that whole moment I, is like actually fantastic if we're talking about like I guess anywhere. I have seen every saw in theaters with the exception of the most recent one that came out you mean the one with, the, with the laser collars or whatever I haven't watched it Alex I tried <laughs> it's, it's in on the trailer TV right now. And I was like, oh, Jigsaw, I, I'm a completionist. I can start this. I turned it off. I turned it off. I watch uh, real bad movies all the time. I love Batman and Robin. I yeah. turned that That's, movie off. That is rough. Also, <laughs> quick story on the side here. When I was in high school, we went to a haunted maze slash house thing. Uh, and part of it was that you're walking on a trail through the woods and there's like little stages with like horror scenes out in the woods off the trail. Uh, and we're walking and one of the scenes is just Jigsaw on a tricycle. That's all it is. Or Billy, I guess, technically. Or is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we so we see it. We're like, that's dumb. And I was like, also, I don't trust this. So <laughs> let's keep moving. Uh, yeah. And we so no, no, no. We start walking and then we hear someone scream. It's effing moving. And we look back and it got off the tricycle and it was an, it was a kid the whole time. And it is just like beelining for oh the trail. No, fuck that. That is how you get your child punted. No, <laughs> right? that is terrifying. Uh, it was, it was incredible. Cause yeah, suddenly we just feel like a surge of people pushing on our backs to make us run. Uh, it was, so, it was a very good moment. So I do think on that note, uh, this is probably, I just saw this movie this week. It comes out on Shudder on the 24th. I think it's available for VOD right now until it makes that switch to Shudder. Um, well, it, it's on Shudder right now when you're listening to this. Um, it's called Haunt. I've um, heard of it. I haven't seen it. Dude, 
So Haunt hits as one of my top Halloween movies now because it literally embodies every fear you have when you go into a haunted house. Okay, how does it compare with stuff like uh, The Houses October Built or Hell House LLC? This is something completely different. Okay. Like, it stands completely by itself. So, um, like, one, it's not found footage. Okay. Um. Uh, and two, it is a lot gorier, mm. and it is a lot more psychological. Okay, that sounds interesting. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Uh, so do you guys all know what extreme haunted houses are? Yep. Adrian, Matt? Uh, is it the ones where they can touch you? About yeah, worse. More than that. No, I mean, I've been to the other ones, but not the ones where they can touch people, because uh, we tried that once and it didn't go over well. This is where like they can like handcuff you and lock you in a box for yeah. twenty minutes nope, and then nope. to get out make you eat bugs. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So extreme mm. haunted houses. Or worse, make you eat worse. We've been yes. to the regular ones where they're like, "Hey, boo!" and they try to touch your shoulder, and then people got knocked out, and we're like, "Oh, we can't go to these anymore." So I love haunted houses. I used to go to them every year during Halloween from I think from when I was like thirteen to when I was like twenty. And it was so fun and it was great. Um, extreme house, extreme haunted houses, I will never, ever do. But nope. essentially what people do is they drive to a house and they ex, they, they sign liability waiver, waiver and they essentially accept to be made a part of the haunted house, which means that you can get kidnapped and you can get handcuffed and you can get like held in a confined space. Um, but this is a real thing. This is something mm -hmm. that happens like everywhere. Um, Haunt takes that idea and says, oh, what if the people doing this were actually more than just like surface level sadists and actually wanted to kill you? Oh. Um, and it really drives it home. And one of the best things that Haunt does is one, it takes place on Halloween night. So everybody's dressed up in costume. And two, I would say for like the first 45 minutes of the film, it is just them having a regular ass Halloween. It is just them walking through a cheesy haunted house with cheesy things. And then all of a sudden, it is not that anymore. Um, and so it hits all those notes as a Halloween movie, like the costuming, mm -hmm. the cheesiness. And then all of a sudden, it turns into like a straight like, definitely eli roth produced movie um so for me that's something that like the moment i saw it a couple of days ago catapulted to the top of my halloween list so nice. is that kind of like the american dad episode where nobody likes haunted house so he goes and breaks out all of those actual murderer murderers and puts them in a box and then roger lets yeah. them out because that's because they had to be terrified and nobody was terrified of bit. a person in a box little bit matt i haven't okay. seen that episode it's amazing it's great it's so you haven't bad. seen it it's good. No, it's good it's good it all it's all because stan doesn't have the best haunted house so he goes he goes overboard with it, it it's yeah, a good episode that like oh, a it's stan great thing to do yes yeah yeah he basically goes and takes the most de dangerous of criminals and murderers and puts them in his house in a box and they're like but nobody's scared because they're in a box what if we let them out of the box <laughs> i'm gonna go watch this it. later <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there are uh, there are a lot of really good things for like horror fans, but there are also a lot of, a lot of really good things for uh, Halloween fans, mm -hmm. like just people who love Halloween. So I would add this to your watch list, but I do warn you, it's very graphic. 
So if you don't like gore, don't blame me. I gave you a warning. That's fair. Yeah, I so think you know that's the funniest... always a good thing to clarify. Yes. You know, also the funny thing was, Kate had never watched Halloween 3 before she had met me, and I kept telling I her it was, the, it was the worst I thing was in existence. I to skip it. Yeah, I was told her it was the worst thing in existence, and you're going to get the stupid song stuck in your head. And is that the only Halloween movie you've seen, Matt? No, I've actually seen 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, I think the 201, and... Da, da, da. How many are after the 201? Oh, I don't know. There's, I think there's no, like there's eight or nine total. More, there's one more after the H2O one, because after H2O is when you get Buster Oh, is that Resurrection? Yeah. I don't think... So I've seen... If there's nine movies, I've seen seven of them, I believe. Yeah, and then you have the reboot series, which is... Right, yes. And oh, then yes. you have uh, you have the reboot, and then you have the other reboot. So I've seen, I think, is five out of the original. I believe it's six, correct? And then I've yeah, seen other reboot series. I think there's, what, twos or three? There's two. two there's the Rob Zombie and then the one that just came out. That's the one with Buster Rhymes, the other one, right? No, Resurrection is a part of the main the main chronology. So I've seen the first one with Rob Zombie. I don't know if I've seen the second part on this one. And then I've seen the one with Buster Rhymes, which I think is afterward, but I've not seen the one that came out last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's you're pretty well watched in that franchise. Yeah. It's my cousin's favorite. My cousins and my brothers love uh halloween movies and horror movies so i just basically grew up with basically like hey you're like seven but i'm 12 so we're gonna watch every horror movie there is in existence i'm so glad i didn't have terrible cousins like that you could have had a grandma that scared you when you were four i also didn't have that (laughs) but uh no so i've actually like when it comes to like 80s horror movies and stuff especially like the halloween i mean i've even seen i think the first two or three chuckies at this point um, obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street, I've seen the first one. Um, what else do we do? Friday 13th, I've seen the first two parts of some of the other ones. Um, the Saws, I've seen the first two. I guess it depends on where else we go with that, because there's a lot of other movies. But actually, when I guess because we've been making these lists and doing other stuff all Halloween, I was like, I've actually seen a lot. I guess the main thing is I haven't... It's one of those, like, when you were a kid, you're forced to watch all this shit. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, now it's like, as I've grown older, I'm like, I didn't care for any of this, so I don't really, haven't really watched anything in the last 10 years, because I'm like, I don't care to watch any of this. I never wanted to in the first place. Yeah. So I will say, like, since then, like, so I watched Halloween 3 the first time, I think it was like two years ago. Mm -hmm. I have watched, I've watched it twice now, and that movie is actually on, like, my top 13 Halloween movies. It doesn't suck. It just doesn't fit with the rest of the franchise. Yes. That's the problem, because it doesn't have anything to do with Michael Myers. But it's still good. (laughs) That's what... Like, it is a solid Halloween movie. It's what... more days to Halloween, Halloween. Like, it's a solid-ass Halloween movie. No, it's a... It's what John Carpenter wanted the franchise to be. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It just, it doesn't match the other eight movies. (laughs) But that doesn't make it a bad movie. But it does make it a Resurrection, it does match the rest of it, and it's a bad movie. (laughs) That's fine. But it doesn't match the rest of the actual Halloween movies. Jason X matches the, no, that kind of doesn't, but like, it has Jason in it. This one doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. I think they just referenced him one time. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's good. But that wasn't my third choice. Alex, your turn. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because, like, there are things that I enjoy, but I know they're not necessarily, like, good horror choices. 
I think well, it doesn't have to be horror. Like Monster House isn't horror, but Monster House is one of the best Halloween movies. Halloween movies ever. That's true. Well, because what I, what I was considering recommending was, uh, and I'll just say this and then recommend something else. Specifically, getting a laptop and watching the movie Unfriended on it in the dark. Why would you do that? Because the whole movie takes place on a laptop screen. So if you watch it full screen on a laptop, it's like you're living it. It's so <laughs> One, the problem I have with that movie is like, just close your damn laptop. It's no, it's it's bad and it's dumb, but I watched it with friends like that once and we were like, that was actually really entertaining to be like sitting in I front mean, of a computer watching all of this play out. It's bad and dumb, but like in the best way. Absolutely. Uh, uh, no, I mean, what I, I remember will you recommend... watching it and I tried to watch it and I was just like, just, just log you off. You were just... watching Unfriend. Oh no, that was the first one. I remember the, that was Dark Web or the first one. Yeah, yeah, the big thing is it's the blender un, kill. Unfriended, un, unfriended, crawled, or walked so that searching could fly. Thank you very much. I did love searching. Searching? So good. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, what I'll recommend is The Halloween Tree, which I don't know if I've talked about on this podcast before. I've talked about it publicly oh. a lot. Uh, the Halloween Tree is a, an animated adaptation of the Ray Bradbury book. Uh and it is a bunch of kids going through, like, their friend's pumpkin gets, uh, how, or, how do I put this? Their friend is dying, and so they have to, like, track down his ghost. And so um, Mr. Moundshroud, who's voiced by Leonard Nimoy, um, takes these children on, like, a uh, like magic journey through all of these different countries and eras so that they can understand where their Halloween costumes come from and the way that different cultures have interacted with death. Um, so like the first kid is dressed up like a mummy. So he takes them to ancient Egypt and they learn about death practices there. And then they go and like learn about gargoyles and why people built them on churches. And they learn about witches and Sam Hain. And like they learn about a uh, uh, little bit about Dia de los Muertos just because one of the kids dressed as a skeleton. Um, and it, it like, I watched it a bunch as a kid and then I bought it on a, on DVD as an adult once I could finally find it. Um, but it's just like a really fun movie about Halloween and the animation is excellent. And Ray Bradbury did the voiceover for it. And that was excellent. Uh, and again, Leonard Nimoy as the villain. Uh, and then just like the whole idea behind it was really fun. And it's like a crash course for children in like cultural appreciation versus appropriation. That's really cool. And it also makes me think about, have you seen Boys in the Trees? Yes. That it so Boys in the Trees isn't that, but it's close to that. Yeah, Boys in the Trees was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, not quite horror, but like in that vein. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, I think you can rent it online or buy it, and I would say that it's worth it. Like for me, there's that childhood nostalgia because Cartoon Network used to air it constantly. Um, but it's just one of my favorite movies, like probably period. Adrian, do you have a second? Um, Batman Forever. <laughs> Just kidding. No, to me, hey, can we talk about I mean, Batman it's, Forever? It's, I feel like yeah, it's I'm a very <laughs> underrated movie. Like, I feel like it gets overlooked all the time. Obviously, we know it's not as good as the first two, but it's ten times better than Batman and Robin. And I just don't think it's as bad as what everybody says it is. It's not great, but it's not bad. It just showed up on, like, a list I looked up, and I was like, yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. I think it's a very uh, underrated movie. It's really good. But I forgot about, I'm going to go with Halloween Town. Yeah. I just bought because that I on watched DVD it this year. Every single year when I was a kid. And I really liked Halloween Town. Looking back, these costumes are terrible. They're but, so bad, but they're, <laughs> they're so, so good. They're so bad. 
But come on, man. Debbie Debbie Reynolds, come on, gang. Give it, me some The of that. whole vibe of Halloween Town is like community theater. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, I don't know if it's still good. I haven't watched it in probably, I don't know, 10 I, years maybe. I watched it about like four years ago, four year, four or five years ago-ish, and it still was good It because it's good in what it wants to be. Like it wants to be that kitschy campy, mm-hmm. like – Halloween Town, <laughs> like the name alone tells you what it's gonna what it's, be. Exactly, like it, it's because it knows what it is that it still holds up. The yeah. other two, no, the first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only talking about the first one. I don't recognize <laughs> any of the other. Ones. Halloween Town Two isn't terrible, but it it is not quite as good as the first. <laughs> Everything after Halloween Town Three, Return to Halloween Town, Halloween Town High, all that can go die in a fire. The fact that you know those is probably like you might be one of the few people that do. He also he also has them on DVD. He's just hiding them in the back. No, I just have I only have one and two on DVD. It was a two pack at the store, and I needed it. <laughs> so since we are talking about campy type stuff, I'm kind of disappointed that we have not talked about Hocus Pocus yet. Which I well, that was can like be your recommendation. <laughs> well, like we well, have. One of the things like I get them. Through. Well, it's not even just rotating. It's just kind of like I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but I'm like that is one movie that I've seen like. 10 million times whether i like to or not just because of how many times it's been played I and how much people it. love that movie i have seen it every year on halloween <laughs> or during the halloween season since i was like i think maybe what age are second graders uh seven and eight uh, like seven eight yeah since i was that age <laughs> since you were this many <laughs> since i was this many I mean, uh, I was going to no. talk about Hocus Pocus if no one talked about it for like my third one, but it's That's the same thing as like Halloween Town, right? Like I just yeah. watched it so much as a kid that like, mm-hmm. how do you not have that on your Halloween? It it also thing? just it also just fits as an adult, and it's like so much like it's so much darker and creepier and better as an adult too. Like it's just I I just love that movie like with all of my heart. And Thackeray Binks is the best thing, and I love him. So much. Yeah. Uh, like, and just like, Bette Midler is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I, I love that movie. I That uh, that version, if I put a spell on you, is on the Halloween playlist as well. Good. Because that is one of my favorite scenes. Um, Sarah, the, uh, the pretty witch, uh, played by, what's her face? From Sarah Texas. Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is her name Sarah in the thing? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it is. I'm looking at the castles right is, now. Right? And it yes. blows my mind that I never realized that before today. <laughs> um, She is actually really creepy when you're an adult because you realize that she's a full-grown adult going after, like, 13-year-olds. Oh, yeah, that's absurd. It gets weird. Now I got to watch this movie again. Uh, but it works. Like, it's such a perfect Halloween movie. Like, I actually, mm-hmm. so when I worked at my first job outside of academia, they had a Halloween, like, party where they, they put, like, on a projector, like different Halloween movies, they chose for good Edward Scissorhands, which is more of a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie, and they didn't pick Hocus Pocus, and I was very sad. And then I just came home and watched Hocus Pocus instead. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands is not Halloween; like it's it's goth aesthetic, but that's it. Yeah. But since we're just talking about like good, it's Halloween Freddy Krueger without the sweater. You say Casper, Casper was also going to be one of my other ones because I watched. That one I had on DV on VHS, and I watched it till it broke. 
Nice. I keep thinking to buy the DVD, but I can't remember if I liked that movie as a kid or if I just had a crush on Christina Ricci. Again? Again with the Christina Ricci crush? No, no. I I liked Adam's Family on its own. That was just a bonus. But Casper, I legit can't remember if I actually liked the movie as a kid. Hmm. So uh, I again rewatch that movie all the time, and I still really is it good. I still love it. It's it 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 falls into the same vein as Halloween Town and like Hocus Pocus. Like it knows what it what it is, and the uh the CG isn't actually that distracting. Interesting. Um, That one is also hella dark. It's I will say Casper is not a property where I want them to go for realistic CG where they're just like, so it's a movie about a dead kid. Like I don't want that to look real. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. those the uh, Casper like real jokes and stuff are great when you're like realize he's a dead kid and you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, my yeah. friends and I were give playing me, give me a Zack Snyder esque uh, origin story of Casper <laughs> yeah no <laughs> my friends and, and I were playing a trivia game and one of the questions was what is Casper the friendly ghost's last name and I knew it without having to like even look at anybody and they were like of course you know this like this is 100 percent something that you and you only would know. Uh, What's his last yeah, name? No. McFadden. Oh. oh. Yeah. Huh. Casper's beautiful. Casper's great. I mean, on that note, like Monster House is also one of my favorite horror, or not horror movies, one of my favorite Halloween movies, and it's something I also love to watch, like either again, right on Halloween or the day mm-hmm. before. Like Monster House is also like a deep emotional story about what grief does to somebody when they lose the person they love. Yep. And they're so old, they don't know what else to do. But it's also super cute and has great animation. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that's the thing is that, like, as much as I love horror and scary things, around Halloween time, like, because it's so much more fun and playful and, like, you get people who are not necessarily in the the macabre community uh, engaging with it, like, I get drawn to these, like, other, like, lighthearted fun things. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, no. we could watch Michael Myers, you know, stalk and, and kill people, or we could watch Halloween Town. Yeah, or uh, Monster Squad. Yeah. What happens if you Monster kill the Wolfman and the Nards? Great. Which, since we were talking about fun things, and obviously I took some Googling and it's been a while since I've seen it, but like, I guess something we haven't talked about was Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman and all that stuff, which yeah. they do have that one is pretty good. I know, I believe there's. I think the first one's like Adventures Ichabod. I think it's Mr. Toad is the old one. The Disney ones? Yeah. Something like that. Those are pretty good. I've watched those a lot. Um, Obviously, this goes back to like more of my kid stuff. I don't really watch stuff now. I think once I learned I can legally drink alcohol, it's kind of like, I don't need to watch TV. Yeah. But I can watch my own movie. Then makes sense. Kate just keeps watching TV. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Kate, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, I was going to say, but that is something like in that whole entire, I guess, lore story is fascinating to me, and I find it interesting. Obviously, excluding whatever show they did on Fox that apparently was good and then sucked. It was good mm. for two seasons, and then they literally killed off the main character. Which show? Yeah, but didn't it? I think it was Sleepy Hollow that. or something Sleepy like that. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Oh, right. It was basically, that was a story, but then it didn't go like four years, though. Like, it was good for two seasons, but then it just kept going. Yeah, because they killed her off in the middle of it and tried to keep doing stuff with it. It was awful. That'll do it. <gasps> Guys. Yeah. There's a movie on Netflix called Spookly, the Square Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I want to see that. 
So, like, to be honest, like, I am super dark, and I love, as we've talked about the last two episodes between Hellraiser and Nightmare on Elm Street, I love Buckets of Blood. Mm-hmm. But, like, Spookly the Square Pumpkin, though. Like, I also The, the really name alone like is excellent, yeah. things. Uh, also, I just want you to know that there, if you haven't seen it, there is a documentary about Monster Squad called Wolfman's Got Nards. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's a guy who I think was like a kid when the first one came out, just doing a documentary about it. That's really cool. Um, Whose turn is it? I have no idea. Matt brought up Hocus Pocus and it went everywhere. Well, then I brought up Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman, which is a fascinating story. Yeah. Uh, E.T.? Does E.T. Oh, count? Fuck E.T. But, um... <laughs> oh, Jesus. It has I a Halloween that. scene. Honestly, it's arguably more Halloween than Mean Girls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate A.T. E.T. I think it's a terrible movie. It's about, you know what? A.T. is better than an at. better than E.T. I hate E.T. I think it's a terrible movie. It's also, from what I've seen from the study, it's just one of the weird movies when you go with the critic versus audience ratings, especially for how renowned it is. It actually has one of the biggest like differences. Interesting. Yeah, movies like that are always kind of a like a weird curiosity where like audiences love it and critics hate it or vice versa. Yeah, because I think that one's one of the ones that's the largest. Because obviously you get a bunch where critics hate it, audience like it, et cetera, et cetera. But this yeah. was actually one of the ones, movies from the data set I've been you know, before, I don't know, probably been a few years, but, you know, where it's actually, like, it had the largest gap for, like, movies that actually had won awards, mm-hmm. in which critics loved it versus how much the audience did not like this movie. Yeah. And so. That's weird. I've, I've watched it multiple times. I, I don't understand it. I don't like it. I don't know why people liked it. Because Spielberg. Spielberg. Yep. Spielberg yeah, and music. Made, yeah, but he also made AI, and that was awful. Well, yeah, but that was also a Kubrick so script, long. wasn't it? It was a Kubrick script. But also, that Which, was, like, awful. It was just too long. It was I know, so I haven't, long. I haven't watched it pretty much since it came out, but I'm kind of curious to go back. Because what I vaguely remember of it is that it's, like, sort of a fairy tale slash parable slash fable in general and like i wonder if it if like the idea of like that and sci-fi joining together just didn't really make that much sense at that that time but yeah. maybe but it, it still sucks i don't know i don't know i know it was awful it was super long obviously depending on how you look at it, it's probably also very depressing <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah i know it was super long yeah yeah um a another recent uh horror movie to to this one's all ages though uh, to the list of scary stories to tell in the dark. I personally feel like that movie is going to become the new Halloween movie once it's on VOD in places. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, the entire thing is all these four kids in costumes show up to a haunted house and decide to steal the woman's book, who they know is legend to uh, say stories that kill people. And then they read those stories, and they end up dying. And the stories themselves are uh, essentially retellings of the uh, short stories in the Scary Stories of Tell in the Dark franchise, the series of uh, books. Mm. And this one is, it's like half centered on the Halloween holiday, but the rest of it is all like after um and it's just really good and it's it's full of really really good scares um so i love it nice. and it's full of that halloween spirit 
Um, one that I'll, that I'll mention while we're still in this vein of family friendly things, but it's going to be an honorable mention before I do something that's more horror, uh, is specifically the boy meets world episode. And then there was Sean, Mm. which I don't know if you guys remember boy meets world doing a horror episode, but they did a horror episode. I don't remember that. It's uh, so it's set in the high school and they're all in detention. And then, uh, it's like somebody kills Mr. Feeney and then they're like, oh, or no, they kill uh, Kenny, who's another student who is in there with them. Uh, and then Oh, I remember this episode! Yeah, and so, like, the whole thing is, like, actually, like, granted, you know, it moves really fast. They have 20 minutes, but, like, and there's, like, jump scares in it, and it's done. But it's like, oh, yeah, like, that was, like, one of the first things that I watched as a kid. Where I was like, that was kind of freaky. Like, that was, like, when you're a kid, it's a bit much. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, everybody getting picked off one by one in the school. And also the song that's like, what are the lyrics? It's like, it's like a, like a 1930s, like upbeat song. that's like, welcome to John Adams. High. This is where you're going to die. Death is on the menu tonight. <laughs> and it's just like, this is a bad song, but I love it so much. <laughs> and do y'all got, do y'all have any like special, like Halloween episodes of things that y'all really like? I said mine, American dad. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the episode American dad one's really the good. Office, American dad all come amazing. as the Joker. Oh yeah. Which one? Sorry. Where they all come as the Joker on the office. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, or the first <laughs> Office Halloween episode where Michael fire uh, fires Devin, and so like the guy's dressed up as a hobo clown and gets fired. Oh yeah, that's right. Also Dwight for Joker. Yes, that was very good. <laughs> Uh, so my actually uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer did the best Halloween movies in existence. Wait, um, the movie? No, the or uh, the episode. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I've seen the movie. The movie's a lot. Yeah, the movie is a lot. Uh, it's super camp. But no. Uh, so what I meant to say was Buffy the Vampire Slayer did some of the best Halloween TV episodes in existence. Okay. Um. The most iconic of which is when they all go to buy costumes from this new pop-up shop. Uh, kind of, I guess, spirits, but like a boutique. And they mm. all find really, really cool costumes. But what happens is they end up turning into their costumes. But what it just so happens that the people who are turning into their costumes, they are essentially embodying like the opposites of who they are okay. or embodying their fears. So Buffy is dressed up like this, um, like, 17th century, like, giant gown. And she's, like, damsel in distress and, oh, my God, oh, no. And then you have Xander, who's dressed up like a commando. And he is, like, the least apt to deal with anything on their team. But he's, like, going full Rambo on everything. And then you I have Willow, that. who's... It's so good. And then, like, you have Willow who is dressed up like a ghost, and she is so scared of being faded into the background that she slowly starts to fade into the background, like, to fade away and turn into a ghost. Okay. Um, it's really good. And then one of the other really good ones, too, is where they end up handing out, uh, the, the adults end up handing, handing out candy, but the candy makes people childlike. And so it reverts all of the adults into like the teenage versions of themselves. Love it. Um, and it's really good. And the cool thing is that in, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer as a series, the ramifications of those Halloween nights actually uh, come like they, they come into play in other moments. Like 
when Xander stops being the commando, like, that is always something he always thinks back to. Like, oh, I did all that stuff when I was in the costume. Why can't I do that now? Because Xander is, like, this yeah. big exploration and, like, how do you actually, like, what is cowardly, what is brave, and, like, mm -hmm. is friendship sometimes, uh, friendship and support better than actually, like, going in guns a-blazing. Hmm. Um, and so, like, they do those those really cool things. And they have, like, a haunted house episode where everything comes alive. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those are some of like the best Halloween like TV things. Oh, for sure. I also want to throw in uh, the community episode epidemiology, which is the one where they yeah, eat I was the, say that one. the like rotten uh, military grade meat and then they all turn into zombies. Yeah, that's a solid one. That's the one I was going to say next for sure. Like so uh, good. Yeah, like Troy's whole like I'm dressed up like where he's just like I'm a sexy Dracula. I don't need to know which one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was looking like, up a list, Kate. Oh no, go go for it, go for it. Oh no, just just like there. What? Because what else is there? There's um, like Ken Jong dressed up as a figure skater and then uh, getting mad when anybody says that he's Michelle Kwan and he's like, no, I'm Peggy Fleming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Shirley's uh, Glinda the Good Witch costume and uh, just everything about that episode is so good. Joel McHale is just a soccer player in a suit. He's just yeah wearing a suit and holding a soccer ball. Because he's the worst. Oh, that's such a good episode, though. That's almost <laughs> as good as the so, episode. So I was Googling just, like, best TV episodes to see one miss. Obviously, Parks and Rex apparently had some good ones that I remembered. Oh, there but were some I, good ones there. The fart attack! Yes! <laughs> Sorry! But, that's, 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 but that's one, I, one Jerry's but the one fart show, attack. But the one I saw that I completely forgot about was Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Who Got Deep Pregnant. Yes, that was the next one I was going <laughs> to say. Like, that one is so good. Great. <laughs> That's one of the best episodes of Always Sunny, for sure. Like, without a doubt. I completely forgot that was like a Halloween episode. Because, like, oh, I've definitely seen this one. Yeah. So, why don't you explain for the class? What? They basically dress up as costumes and they think that. Uh, <laughs> Who they go like D gets laid and they're like, Oh, who got D pregnant? And they're like, Try to remember back to the Halloween party. And there's like costume switching, so no one really knows who the dad is of, of D. At one point, they think it's uh, her brother. It, it's yep. it's a real weird episode. Yep. It's funny. So basically, everybody's blacked out drunk and they're trying to retrace their steps from a Halloween party to figure out who actually had sex with D. Yeah, Pick, picture if you if you know anything about Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. it's the Halloween episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So like that kind of tells you everything you need to know about the craziness. Yeah, of that honestly, <laughs> I was looking up uh, some lists too, Kate, and I saw it said, uh, "I know you watched that Los Espookies show." Yeah, and they that was on a couple of the lists of like more recent lists. Is, is that a good one? Yeah. So the uh, Los Espookies, like, it's more of just like a spooky show. Like, it's literally, uh, okay. if you were a goth Latino kid, like, that's, like, that show is your jam. All they do is just, like, make monsters and do creepy things. And, but it's not, like, scary. It's, 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 like, more comedy, but, like, mm -hmm. just a whole bunch of goth kids making monsters, essentially. But I love that show. Um, I wouldn't say that it's particularly Halloween, but if you're just looking for something spooky, yes. Well, they have one, mm -hmm. what episode they have? They have... The Alien Lab episode is what was what they had on here as like yeah yeah apparently Bojack Horseman Mr. Peanut Butter's booze was a Halloween episode 
Yep, yep. Way back. Aww. Like, a lot of these I've seen, I remember, I just haven't, like, said, some of these are, like, from, like, season two of BoJack or something. I'm like, or even, like I said, season three of, like, <laughs> at that point, Dee's pregnant is, like, season four of Always Sunny, and at this point, that's almost a decade ago. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so long ago. I was like, I remember seeing a lot of these. It's just not off the top of my head. Yeah. And whatnot. Apparently there are a lot of recent lists, and obviously it is pretty easy to find a lot of episodes. Um, so. <laughs> Does anybody have anybody any other favorites? I'm just trying to look through lists so I can remember. Uh, it's also hard, like when you have, um, when you're judging it against, basically, you know. Treehouse of Horrors. I think it's hard to find you know, what's a better Halloween episode than those first few years of of mm-hmm. that when it comes to Halloween yeah. episodes for me. That's fair. Because I mean, like almost every animated thing we ever watched growing up had some ho- some Halloween episode, oh, but none yeah. of them stick out like The Simpsons. Well, and except also... for the American Dad one because I watched that episode. I love that episode. episode There's also, I think, something to like, you're judging is this a good episode of a show, and also is this a good episode of the specific show that it is. Exactly. Like, because yeah. there are there are episodes where I'm like, oh, that was like a fun Halloween episode, but a terrible episode of this show. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's kind of hard to to judge that. Oh, like uh, the Glee Rocky Horror Picture Show episode. Man. Really good Halloween episode. Really good episode because it's Rocky really... Horror Picture Show. Really bad episode of Glee. Oh, I was gonna say really bad adaptation. Uh, oh no, you know, I'm thinking of the the Fox Rocky Horror Live. I oh, did not we care for. About that. <laughs> talk about that. Nope. I was so nope, nope. deeply disappointed. But hey, that can be the next thing that we talk about is Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> like I, yeah, I, there, there's a Portland theater that does uh, midnight showings that I have still yet to make it to. And I deeply regret not going yet. Um, but like Rocky Horror Picture mm. Show as a musical is just such a fun, weird thing. Um, and if you can go to a theater and see it live, also a very fun, weird thing. Um, the first it's time that awesome. I watched it, oh, go for it. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the first time I watched it was I was just at a friend's house in high school and we were looking for something to watch in, you know, the pre-Netflix days, uh, digging through this, uh, my friend's family's DVDs and somebody found Rocky Horror Picture Show and we had all heard of it and we'd all like seen the poster and like stills from it, but none of us had watched it. So we all just sat down and watched it, not knowing what we were going to get ourselves into. And it was like. The first time I watched it, I don't want to say like off-putting. I just didn't enjoy it. I was like, that was weird. I don't get it. And then every subsequent viewing, I've just enjoyed it more and more. Yeah, that was... Uh, so I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. I also think it's something that's really good to watch around Halloween, mainly just because it is like there is like a costume element, but then it's also like uh, the time warp is something that gets played at Halloween all the time. Mm-hmm. Um... It's kind of spooky, uh, but my favorite experience in a theater ever was my very first Rocky Horror Picture Show midnight showing. Um, so if you haven't been to one, essentially, they as you're walking into the theater, they ask you if it's your first time. And if it is, they take red lipstick and they put a giant V on your on like either your chest or your face or somewhere to mark that you're a virgin. Mm. And then that way, anytime, uh, this is the draft house, anytime they're coming to serve you or they have special pieces of the show where it says all the virgins do this or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's like a really good way to like interact with the crowd and get like 
brought into the community of people who love this. And I did it three years in a row during undergrad. And it was just, it was probably like the only fun thing I did during undergrad, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just great. And it, it's an amazing communal experience. And like, it's so rowdy. Like everybody is loud. And it's just, it's, if you haven't done it and that's your thing, like you need to find one near you, yeah. at least before Disney cancels it as the longest running. Right. They, I, they can't. I feel like Disney show. won't let that record go. Uh, but also I will say, yeah, like as, as you can tell from the way that Kate talked about that, it is a very interactive thing. And so maybe bef- like I would say most of the showings to my understanding are pretty friendly, especially to people who have never done it before or never they're seen extremely it. Extremely friendly. Um, but I had like, them. there are like, just read up on what your local theater does so that you know what you're getting yourself into. Oh yeah. Cause I, I've also heard of some theaters that like are really bad about like, if someone says, no, I don't really want to participate as a virgin. Like they're not good about respecting that. Um, no, they're not. Yeah. And so, but then there are other theaters that are really great and they're like, no, that's totally fine. Like stay seated. You don't have to come up for this. Like, um, but yeah, it's they just, took us fr- they took us up front and cream pride us. That's super funny. <laughs> and there was like, maybe like six of us in a full theater. So that okay. Was cool. Yeah. And that too is like, it's, yeah. I think it's probably very rare that you would be the only virgin at a showing. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's the longest running uh, film in uh, longest running theater run for any film ever. Um, it has not been out of theaters since it premiered in 1974, I think. Uh, so yep. if you want to be a part of history, go see it. Awesome. Well, any final thoughts? I think that is a very like good recommendation list because today is October 30th and tomorrow is Halloween. Um, that's a good question. I think if I were going to throw out just some like harder, more like actual horror recommendations... I would say, like, there's the classics, like Halloween and Scream, Blair Witch Project, um, more recent classic, It Follows. Uh, just, like, find something that is in your your comfort zone and you know, the comfort zone of your friends, because I believe in respecting that. Uh, and just, like, have a good Halloween night. Like, watch some fun movies, whether they're for kids and families or just adults watching, you know, actual horror. Um, find something that you're into and that your friends are going to be into and enjoy it. Um, so just a last minute additions, I would recommend Ginger Snaps, which is my Mm. favorite werewolf movie outside of the original werewolf, uh, or Wolfman movie. Um, it's really good. Uh, I would also recommend, um, this is on Hulu, or Ginger Snaps is actually available to watch on YouTube in full free. Oh, cool. Uh, Into the Dark. I would watch uh, on Hulu, Into the Dark series, which Hulu made as Bloomhouse, Uncanny Annie, which just came out this month. It's essentially a, uh, on Halloween night, a whole bunch of college kids are together and they decide to play a board game and that board game goes bad. Nice. Um, and it's really fun, especially if you're somebody who at, who has friends and, and does those like board game type things. But yeah. I would add those two to the list of things we should yes. watch. And actually, on that, two more things that I'm sure Kate will co-sign at least one of these. Any of the old original Universal monster movies worth yes. enjoying. I think right now, last yeah. I saw, Target has like the eight classics for like 20 bucks. So go pick that up. Uh, and then also the board game Betrayal at House on the Hill. Which is, um, uh, it's like a $50 board game. It's one of those ones. But you are like exploring a house and finding all the different rooms in it. And then eventually somebody will trigger the event, so to speak. And then based on what room it was triggered in and what triggered it, that plays out the scenario for the rest of the game. And like all of the rules change and it usually becomes one player versus everybody else. 
Uh, and it's so just, cool. it's really yes. fun. And it's if you like Haunted House stuff, it's worth playing. Yeah, it's like D&D-esque. And it's like strategic playing. But it's also like, if you get the wrong thing, it's a very long game. Yeah. There was one where we, uh, I, I, it was over fast, but I felt bad because the way that it worked was I was the one who was the betrayer and became the villain. And my first thing as that character was to destroy three rooms and they had three rooms that could be like a portal to like open an exit. And I destroyed one of those rooms. One of them wasn't on the board yet. And the other one was on the other end of the house from where any of them were. And so they were like, cool. Yeah. We like literally can't. Cause then my turn was like, every turn was destroying more rooms and collapsing the house. And like, they could not run fast enough to get out. That's really cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a really great game and really weird, but yeah, that's, I think all I have. I have four things. One, I googled basically list of Halloween TV specials, and basically any show you probably ever watched and any show you haven't watched has had a Halloween special at one time or not. Sounds so right. Those exist. Uh, a lot of them have multiple ones. Um, two, obviously, if you want to go old, I guess kind of old at this point, even though they kind of remember, but Goosebumps and all the stuff they did were pretty good oh, yeah. at one time. Yeah. The Night of the Mask is a really good one. Yes. You mean the Haunted Mask? Yeah. Yeah, but, that's uh, that was like as a concept. That one scared me as a kid. Yeah, there's a few of them that are definitely up there. Um, three. Speaking of uh, shows, Superstore with Sal's dead, which is great from two years ago, where one of yes! the employees dies and he gets stuck in the wall, and then they're trying to get him out. Oh, no. and there's like half of his dead body just like hanging out in the store, and everybody thinks it's part of a decoration, but it's actually a dead body. It's great. Um, and four, obviously, I still will say, looking at some of these lists and talking about everything. Um, best little house horror in Langley, American Dad is still probably my best episode. Is that what it's called? Because yeah, I'm gonna watch that later. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I put it in the chat so you can. It's called you Best can go Little Horror House in Hulu. Langley Falls. Um, I will absolutely. I'm probably watch gonna it. go watch it. It is great. And but yes, that is all I have. Um, I have two. Um, kind of newer, but when I think about it, I'm like, man, the movie is pretty good. I'd watch that one on Halloween. Once, you know, I have kids who are mm-hmm. like, who want to watch movies on Halloween. Uh, Hotel Transylvania is a really good Halloween movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like that one. Is it's it a Halloween cute. movie or is it just a monster movie? It's just I a mean, monster movie, but it's for Halloween. But, it's spookies. Well, and they also like have like the Halloween thing where they all dress up and they have to like dress them up in the party. And it's kind of like Halloween. That's I guess Halloween. I remember the last one I watched was on the cruise. I think that was the latest one. Yeah, that, that's yeah, one, the third one, one is really different. The very first one is more Halloween than not. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... My last one is obviously Coco. Just kidding, Kate. It was a joke. I was Just waiting kidding. for her to tear it. It's not a Halloween movie. You saw, <laughs> you saw the tweets, Halloween right? Because I've been looking at lists for like the last hour, and so many of them have Coco on it. And oh, yeah. I, no, I've seen those. <laughs> I've seen people publish them this fucking year. Yeah, you got, but yeah, you guys saw the tweets, Sorry. right? That guy who no. tweeted, like, settle a debate for me. Is Coco a Halloween movie? And then oh, the director yeah, yeah, retweeted yeah. it and was like, no. <laughs> but one i guess i did better or better or worse googling of i didn't actually see that on any list so i feel good I, it's it's like on like some rotten tomatoes and so like some indb list meaning like it's bl- people who just made lists and put it on their list not like ranker or i don't like get that. why how people lump that in as a halloween movie when it literally takes place centered around a different holiday <laughs> yeah. because they're stupid white people 
You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, but hold on. Hold on. They're Sorry, I do under Mexican I people. do understand They're it. Stupid non-Mexican people, because as earlier this month showed me, another Latina can still be on her bullshit with it. So yeah, it's because they're stupid non-Mexican. <laughs> You're right, but is it? But is it a Christmas movie? Because you have a 22 minute on Olaf. Not no. Ooh, no. yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what a wow. dumb thing Disney did. That was awful. <laughs> it was 22 minutes long. I could have watched an episode of The Office. We could have watched uh, the best little horror house in Langley Falls. We could have. Time. I want to know what that, how that's the definition of a short, and who thought that was a good idea. And I hope that person's fired. It was just someone who probably thinks that Coco's a Halloween movie, probably. But is it a Christmas movie? Because that's all I got out of that. Maybe they didn't realize that <laughs> it's not about like hot cocoa and that it's it's a person's name. <laughs> Maybe they just heard that there was a movie called Coco, and they were like, "Oh, so Frozen goes before it." Yeah, of course. Oh, that was so All right, that's all I got, though. That's all I got. Cool. So, Alex, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at MostAlwaysAlex. You can find me at Friday.com doing genre and horror news and reviews. And I am on Game Boys Podcast, which is a co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast. And we are also focusing on spooky stuff this month. We just, last week, put out an episode where we just talked about horror, like as a genre, not even games. That's cool. It was a lot of fun. We got very pretentious about it. <laughs> I feel like I do that, so that's fine. Um, as always, you can find the podcast at Why the PC. And if you want to help support us a little bit more, head on over to patreon.com slash PC. And uh, you can find me at Ranger. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z-93. Oh, I can go now. Um, one, I'm gonna go watch the American Dad episode and then beat every snowman I ever see with a stick.